0: Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, as things are falling behind me, you know, I was just um in the back room, the intro's playing, and then things are just falling, and oh my God, can I get on the air, please, okay? Welcome, folks, all right? Welcome to another episode of 99 Pod. You know, I got bad nerves. I'm from the hood. I got bad nerves. So when I see things falling, I'm thinking somebody trying to get me out here, okay? But anyway, ah, let me give y'all the proper intro. Let's get ready to pod here on 99Pod. It's not 1999 anymore as I settle into the show, into the flow of the show. Um, make sure y'all like and subscribe to the channel because it's going down right now. All right. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple. We are on social media. We are on iHeartMedia. It's not 1999 anymore. And believe it's not. I got my guys in the building right now. My guy, Zach. My guy, Zay. We ain't come to play. We came to talk. Zach, what's going on?
1: Well, Jose, what's going on guys? Happy to be here as always and what a weekend it was in the NFL. We are officially down to four teams remaining and I say this a lot over the years, but each time we get to this moment of the NFL calendar where we're fresh off divisional weekend, probably if one of if not the best sport weekends of the year, you know, there are only three more football games left and that doesn't make me feel too happy. So uh, we got to start getting ready for that. Uh, you know, we did have a lot of NBA news today, so I'm sure we're going to be talking about that uh, a lot more as the weeks go on. But you guys know uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Happy to be here. Zay, I know it's been a minute. Happy to see you as well and uh, should be a great time today with you guys as always.
2: The champ is back. Zay, hey, what's going on? Hey, You know, it's a little gloomy outside. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough right now, especially watching uh, the NFL playoffs as they unfold. A lot of um, shockers towards the end of the games. Not really the results but more so how those games ended we'll talk about that a lot today a lot of nba stuff happening we'll talk about that as the weeks go on but also everyone please like and subscribe to the channel we're working hard here um especially zach and lil who've been pushing out content almost every day um you know we work hard and i think everyone needs to just take the time like subscribe to the channel and tune into the show yeah
0: man new media it's where it's at, man. Sorry, Mainstream Cats. Bye-bye. Okay, we knocking y'all out the park. Give us some time. You know, um, Zay, I don't know if you peeped the wordplay there, but I anointed you as a champ, you know. And that's coming from a sincere place because um, I used to call myself champ back in the day. And there's some people that call me champ to this day. So I actually gave that to you. So, you know, you, you know you're know, you going to do champ things. You know, got called call it into existence, all right? We all champs here on the show. And there's going to be a Super Bowl champ in a couple of weeks. And we are going to get there soon. But right now, we have to go over these games from the divisional round of the playoffs because it went down, okay? And the first topic that we are going to talk about, we have to. It was the most watched game ever in this round of the playoffs. It was with two, what I call, I don't know about y'all, I don't know about Joe in jail, but I know about Lil, two elite quarterbacks, top five in the NFL going head to head, and somebody had to lose. And unfortunately, it was the Bills who, um, of course, you know, they had to be the ones to lose. And the question that we have at the bottom, is this the end of the Buffalo Bills championship window?
2: And Zay, the mic is yours. Champ, the mic is yours. Uh, you know, first of all, I appreciate the title champ. That, that makes it feel good to be honest to be called champ. But uh, I think, in my opinion, this is the end of the Buffalo Bills championship window. Um, I think, you know... Everything aligned to go against a battered Chiefs team a, team, a Chiefs team that didn't look good this entire season. They looked a, a shell of themselves this entire season, even the playoffs. And um, they went against them at home, in their in their home turf, where everything should have worked for them. You know, it, it, there was very little penalties in my recollection of, in this game. It was basically a, almost a clean game of football between both teams. And you had to come out with the victory. Um, I say this. You normally don't want your defense giving up points on possessions. But anytime you can hold the Chiefs to three points is a win. Because that's how Chiefs—that's how you have to roll against a Patrick Mahomes team. You don't want them scoring touchdowns on multiple possessions back to back to back. But if you can hold them to a field goal, you have an opportunity to really steal and win that game. And I think the Bills did everything they could to lose that game. I think Josh Allen was sold by his receivers. His receivers were dropping passes left and right. They couldn't catch anything. They couldn't catch an attitude. It was disgusting what these receivers were doing to Josh Allen. The defense was not good. It was poorish. They gave up eight yards of carry. I mean, eight yards of play. That's terrible. But they held them to multiple field goal possessions. That's when the Bills should have took over. That's when the Bills, you go to win the game. You go to win. You have to win that. Stephon Diggs, we're going to talk about him down the line. He is a disappointment when you need him the most. He is a disappointment in the playoffs. When Josh Allen needs a wide receiver one, he didn't look at, Stephon Diggs. He looked like Khalil Shakur. He looked like Kincaid. James Cook was more clutch than Stephon Diggs. There was a bunch of cats on this team, and Diggs was one, wasn't one of them. This man has the audacity to have an attitude after playoff losses, to have an attitude towards the organization that paid him so much damn money. And this is what the result we get, and this is what we – this is what we our wide receiver one in the playoffs. is disgusting. There's a reason why they don't call him big game Diggs it's big Game Davis and he wasn't there. And I feel like if Gabe Davis was on that team playing on the field, maybe the result would have been different. Because Diggs clearly is not a difference maker for this Buffalo Bills team to push him to the championship. It is not. And you know, for my first lap, I just think the window is closed for now. Unless they make a traumatic change that, that alters how this team or um um works, how they run. But right now, the championship window is closed. Not nailed shut, but it's definitely closed.
1: Zach, you up. Yeah, so anyone who's listened to this show over the past couple of weeks knows I wasn't really a, a big believer in this Bills team throughout the season. Now, they started 6-6, six and six, and after that loss to the Eagles, I thought they were done. But to their credit, they did find a way to win their last five games and uh, find their way into the playoffs. But the thing is, I just never thought that doing that would mean they had a successful season. We know that this is a championship window for Josh Allen and this version of the Buffalo Bills. And I thought Zay made some good points, right? This is the third time that Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have met in the playoffs. It was the first time that it was in Buffalo. And as I mentioned this, the Chiefs offense, it just hasn't really been as explosive as it's been in years past. And the Buffalo Bills had every opportunity to win this game, right? They had three separate leads Even after that brutal, just brutal fake punt call to DeMar Hamlin, of all people, the Chiefs gave the ball right back on uh, what was a a pretty bad, stupid call on Andy Reid's part to give the ball to McCall Hardman inside the 10-yard line when Isaiah Pacheco uh, was having himself a day and Hardman had fumbled uh, on really the same exact play earlier in the game. Kansas City was lucky to get that one back. But Josh Allen, who played great, I would say for the first 56 minutes of the game, That following drive, he fumbles the ball at midfield. There are about five Chiefs right near the ball. One of them tries to go for the scoop and score, and somehow Buffalo gets the ball back. So they get another first down. They're clearly in field goal goal range, but in these conditions, just a very cold day, especially with Tyler Bass, who's been shaky the last couple weeks. He missed a kick uh, against Pittsburgh the week prior that kind of got the Steelers back into that game a little bit nothing is a guarantee in that weather with him uh then on that second and nine play right before the missed field goal he had Stefan Diggs wide open i understand uh, Shakir was open in the uh, in the end zone for a split second but he doesn't hit diggs and then another incomplete pass to the end zone on third down which leads to the field goal so when buffalo has the ball late in that game driving you kind of feel like at the very least they're going to get a field goal and maybe even go and win this game but they couldn't gain any more yards, which set up a, a makeable field goal, but again, not a guarantee. But I don't think the Bills lost this game because of Tyler Bass. They had plenty of chances, and as good as Josh Allen was for the first 56 minutes, the last four minutes he couldn't get it done. And when you're one of the best quarterbacks in the league like he is, you're kind of granted uh, graded, I should say, on that high curve. And I just don't think for an elite quarterback like he is, his football IQ – is as high as it needed to be. The the Buffalo Bills, they were held to zero points in their last three drives. And when you do that, you're not going to be able to beat the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs. I thought Zay nailed it as well on Stephon Diggs. He was an all-pro for the first two months of the season and then just disappeared three catches for 21 yards on eight targets in the biggest game of the season, really the biggest game of the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Sean McDermott, Bills era. Shakir was the best receiver for Buffalo. And I'll say it again, even though Buffalo ultimately recovered from that six and six start and made the playoffs and won the AFC East, this season is a failure. They underachieved again. It's now the second year in a row they lost a home playoff game to another one of your counterpart elite quarterbacks in the AFC. And they've also lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs in three of the last four years. That's now three straight divisional losses in a row, as our guy say, hey, I don't know where he went. Hopefully we yeah, uh, he, he disappeared
0: like Stefan Diggs, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: but uh i'll end by saying this despite this winning streak really after the dallas game i just never thought this team really looked like world beaters as thankfully we got our back they were fortunate to beat the chargers they were fortunate to beat the patriots i thought they were fortunate to beat the dolphins and even though josh allen looked like superman against the steelers i thought that game was way close that way uh, closer i should say than it should have been and i'm really wondering like where does this team go next season I think that Josh Allen is going to make the playoffs plenty of more times throughout his career. That's not really something I'm worried about. The Buffalo Bills, they've proven they can make the playoffs, but I'm just not really sure what their next move is, and I'm not really sure if we should consider this team as a Super Bowl contender going into next season because there's no obvious move. Like Maybe they fire Sean McDermott. Maybe that gets it done. I have my concerns about him in close games in tight moments. But does it feel like they're doing that? Or does it feel like they're going to hire Bill Belichick or hire Jim Harbaugh? I'm not really sure. It, it doesn't really feel like that to me right now. And I just feel like for the Buffalo Bills, they're just have they're a team that have gotten a lot of credit for accomplishing nothing. You know, They've made one AFC championship game in this Josh Allen era, and they got blown out. And it really did feel like yesterday they had the Chiefs on the ropes many times, and they just weren't able to get it done.
0: Yeah, salute to my guy, Kenny, man. The friendly ghost, you know? Where you at, Diggs? Where you at? No, I don't dig it. No, no, no. I don't dig it, bro. I, I don't dig it at all. With all due respect, I don't. You know, I don't know. My guy is, you know, out here hiding behind a trash can from a dinosaur. You know, I don't know where he's, where he's at. Where you at, Diggs? Okay? Tyler Bass is ass. With all due respect. I said it again, okay? Tyler Bass is ass and he's trash. Okay? We all know that. OK, no need to ask. Guys ask. Mr. Ask. But Anyway, um, to answer the question, right, because I feel like I'm going to go on a journey here, you know, and it might be five hours. You know, I don't mean to take yourself. OK, who want to be here listening to live for five hours? Not even I want to do that, Um, but we're going to go on a journey. So let me answer the question. Right. No, I don't think it's over. I don't think the window was closed, bro, because to be honest with you, despite everything, despite how bad that loss probably felt amongst the Buffalo Bills fans and the players themselves, okay? There's a lot of positives to take away from the game. Number one, they were able to rush the football for 182 yards. The offensive line manhandled the Chiefs defensive line led by Chris Jones of all people, okay? They was able to negate his impact on the game and they was able to rush the football, okay? And um, obviously Gabe Davis was missing. He did not play in the game at all, okay? And Diggs still went three for eight for 21 yards, even without Gabe Davis over there. Okay. And matter of fact, mind you, he didn't have a 100 yard performance since week six. And they were able to go on a streak to get this far. So, what does that tell me? Okay. And before I answer my own question about what does that tell me, we saw him drop the ball, right? 64 yard bomb from Josh Allen that he dropped. Okay. And then obviously, Josh Allen missed him underneath. Where he decided to go for the shot play, got hit on, throw, on the throw. Miss um, Stefan Diggs underneath, which I would have took. I would have took that route because, number one, you want to keep the chains moving. You want to keep the clock moving. You don't want Patrick Mahomes to get the ball. I remember after Mikhail Hardman fumbled. He's asked, too, by the way. Um, I remember when he fumbled that ball out of bounds, okay? First of all, I thought the referees was on the cheap side you know, um, based on previous history, but I got no issues with the referees. I'm not going to come in on the show and say robbery, robbery, robbery. It was no robbery in this game. Now it was a bad call with the Mahomes had the ball in his hands and they said, you know, whatever, but you know, I thought they was going to stick with the call of, you know, it was, he was down and he he wasn't, they got the ball back. It, It was a gift from God. Okay. Now, God don't really send, you know, a lot of people gifts. Now, he send people gifts. He sent me gifts before, but not everybody gets the gift from God. And the Bills got that when that ball fumbled out of bounds. I was saying to myself, hmm, this may be the year that Josh Allen sends my homie home. Okay, my homie home. And he gets the ball, and I'm like, yes, you know what? Mahomes ain't going to get this ball back. And he was driving, and that play to Diggs was right there underneath for the taking to get yardage probably could have scored but probably could have got stopped and kept the clock moving you know why Josh Allen lost a couple years ago to Patrick Mahomes well you think Mahomes outplayed Josh Allen no he didn't Mahomes lost that game excuse me Josh Allen lost that game because he didn't get to touch the rock again the game went to overtime and he didn't get to touch the rock that's why the overtime you know um rules has changed and shifted prior to that game it's a Josh Allen rule okay he was supposed to return the favor by not allowing Patrick Mahomes to get that rock again. Okay? But unfortunately for him, he missed on um, Khalil Shakir. He went for the, for the biscuit. And when you go for the biscuit, you risk it. And guess what you just risk? You moving on and advancing to the AFC Championship game. Now, back to Diggs. Mr. MIA. No, Diggs, I don't dig it, bro. Okay? What these stats tell me about him not having a big impact on the game as far as the stat sheet is concerned is that the Bills don't need him. They was able to win without him, you know, really having a big fine imprint on the game to even get to this position. And it's telling me with his contract, he's 30 years old. You're talking about a 27.9 million dollar cap hit. I would do the honest and trade this guy tomorrow, okay? I would do the honest and trade this guy tomorrow if I had the opportunity because he's not needed. This offense is effective when a Josh Allen is utilizing his legs, when B. They are utilizing the tight ends, the two tight ends with um Dawson Knox and my guy um Dalton Kincaid catching the balls like it's lemonade. And also when you got Khalil Shakir, okay, in the slot and gave Davis over the top. That's fine. Okay, when you're oh, I forgot the main thing here: rushing the rock, running the football, football one-on-one with James Cook. That's when the offense is at its best, not when Josh Allen is out here trying to force the ball down the field to please a diva wide receiver. Sometimes, and I'm closing here on my first lap, sometimes I wonder, I sit back and I wonder, is having a guy like Stefan Diggs, A.J. Brown, you know, um, C.D. Lamb worth it, right? Because we all know that they are talented wide receivers, with all due respect, they are. They could put up 100-yard performances, 200-yard performances, but when the ball don't come their way, Okay, we just saw C.D. Lamb a couple weeks ago bait his own quarterback into an interception because he wanted the ball. The guy tried to force in the ball, interception, pick six, for a touchdown. Okay, and the same thing happens with Diggs with Josh Allen. Give me the ball. I'm unhappy. I'm I'm causing issues in the off season, and then Josh Allen is playing dumb because he's trying to you know um have some fun. He's trying to get you know Diggs the ball. No, we don't need that no more. What we need is a smarter Josh Allen. And I think trading dicks, if you can't get suitors for him, which I think you can will be the first step in getting Josh Allen to play some small football. The window's still open.
2: There's it's one person, crazy. real quick, Zach. There's one person I, I feel like we didn't mention that needs to be held accountable, and that's Sean McDermott. Uh, Sean McDermott is to be held, held, held accountable em- immensely because you took the ball out of your best player's hands. The best opportunity to score touchdowns, to put points on the board, is Josh Allen. You took the ball out of his hands to put in Tyler Bass, to tie the game, we understand that. We want to say you want to tie the game. You don't tie the game with Patrick Mahomes. How many, first of all, shout out to Eastern Conference Gaming 1995. Salute to my aunt. Yo, know shout out to do Family. You don't, you don't give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with time left on the clock with him with the opportunity to win the game. You don't do that. You go for the win. We've seen that. You put was 13 seconds left on the damn clock when he took the When he wanted to score the touchdown to go up and he came back up down the field and scored three points that put him the overtime. That's why the whole, like you stated, the overtime rules in place. Sean McDermott faced that. He had to face that heartbreak. And you tried to do it again. And this time, the Tyler Bass is like, nah, I'm not going through this heartbreak again. We call him Tyler Shanks because they used to call him Bass money. No, it's Tyler Shanks because he's shaking kicks left and right this entire damn season. Sean McDermott needs to be fired because that ineptitude of taking the ball out of Josh Allen's hands in that fourth down, I don't care. It's a fourth down, fourth and nine. You have to let Josh Allen get you that first down. He's getting paid like the best one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL top two, whatever. I don't know what I forgot the contract details. He's getting paid a lot of money for these situations in the playoffs. Win or go home play. That's who you have to supposed to have the ball. That's who you want to go and drive the field to that first down. You do not take the ball out of his hands. I don't care what was happening that entire drive. You do not take the ball. Out of his hands, you have to go aggressive, you have to go tough, whatever. Cause you can't play conservative. The playoffs is not where conservative play wins games. I'm sorry, it's never happened. I can't tell you a team who's won a Super Bowl playing conservative. It doesn't work like that. You have to be aggressive, you have to show you want to win the game, not try to lose the game. And doing that kick was showing you wasn't trying to lose the game. And that's exactly what happened. You have to go for it. Shout out to Kenny, man. Get on the show. We got to box it. You have (laughs) to go for it. And that is horrible. Sean McDermott's been on, in my personal opinion, he's been on a hot seat the entire season. That right there is a fireable offense. You ended the season because you put in the kicker that tied the game of 40 seconds left. You think Patrick Mahoney can't go up the field in 40 seconds? We forgot? (laughs)
0: That
2: is terrible. Terrible.
0: Yo. You don't want to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, okay? The guy's a beast. With all due respect, he is, okay? guy's a beast. We know what he can do in those moments. I'm a Tom Brady fan. I despise Patrick Mahomes. If you want the truth, here it is. I despise this guy. But this guy's a beast, and I'll be the first one to tell you that, okay? You don't want to give him back the ball with any time left, okay? Yeah, I would have went for it. With all due respect. You see the wind out there? You know the weather out there? You know Tyler Bass's ass. You go for that. First of all, you don't even get into that spot of the fourth down anyway. Josh Allen, that's where you come in. You're the guy that's getting paid. You got to make the dose so with all due respect. But go ahead, Zach. The mic is yours.
1: So a couple of things I'll respond uh, to you guys. And it's interesting. Zay, you know, you brought up Diggs. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Will, you brought up Diggs. Zay brought up McDermott. And it is interesting because, first of all, with Sean McDermott, I'm I'm kind of thinking about it because going into these playoffs, you know, the three guys were Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, and Sean McDermott. And all three guys Lose in pretty disappointing fashion in the playoffs. And it looks like, you know, McCarthy's definitely back. It looks like Sirianni's going to be back, and we'll see on McDermott. I think all signs are pointing that uh, he'll be back. And my issues with McDermott, you know, it's not like McCarthy in the sense that, oh, he's going to screw up the clock management. uh You know, he doesn't really know what he's doing. It's that A, he's supposed to be a defensive guy, and I never remember his defense coming up clutch, making a big play in a big moment. And B, it's a lot of the leadership stuff, it's a lot of the things. That uh, Tyler Dunn article mentioned a couple weeks ago when you ask yourself, like, is this the guy you want leading your team in these tense moments where the game is so close when you have to be right on top of making all these important uh, split-second decisions? And I just don't know if he's the right coach for this Buffalo Bills team. I'm not saying I think he's going to be fired, but I I thought Zay brought up some valid points. You know, I I considered maybe going for it there as well, leaving the ball in Josh Allen's hands and well it's funny with Diggs I agree I think there's a good chance um there's a there's a good chance he played his last game in a Buffalo Bills uniform and this is kind of ironic but should the Buffalo Bills kind of same uh follow that same blueprint as the Kansas City Chiefs where when you have your elite quarterback that you're paying a lot of money maybe trade that top wide receiver because you trust your quarterback to make the other guys around him better I think that could definitely be something that they consider but I just don't know if you're Buffalo, like I, you saw those fans. Like they were literally grown men just sobbing in the crowd because they knew it would do that to you. Ron, like, I just don't know where this team goes from here, bro. Like this was their chance. They finally got Kansas city at home. The chiefs offense has been struggling for the majority of the season. Josh Allen for the first 55 minutes of this game played about as well as you could. And still you couldn't get the job done. And even though, Like, again, you have Josh Allen. The Bills are going to have plenty of other playoff games going forward. That's not the issue. I just wonder, like, how does this team win a championship anytime soon? And you have to think about it. Like, if they can't beat the Chiefs on Sunday, when are they ever going to do it? Like, this was the time, and Kansas City's defense really buckled down, and you got to give them credit for that. I mean, look, you
0: know, it's hard to say because, yes, right now, the Chiefs are here. They have an opportunity to go to a Super Bowl, but we don't even know the matchup. They might not have to beat the Chiefs next year, right? You know, Joe Burrow's coming back. Maybe the Bengals do it. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen within the conference, the division of the AFC West and all that? I get that. But right now, focusing on Buffalo, we look at the Chiefs too much. You know, if you focus on Buffalo right now, why I do agree with you, Zach, is that, yo, they should trade Stephon Diggs. Hey, listen, when I saw those two quarterbacks out there, I said this was the top two quarterbacks in the league with all due respect. Now, that could change, you know, because, um, you know, Lamar Jackson got something to say about that. And Joe Burrow, he's not here right now because he was injured. He got something to say about that. But I said to myself, watching that game in particular, I'm watching two of the best quarterbacks in the league going at it. OK, and we know that, you know, the Chiefs benefited greatly. Yes, they lost a lot with the trading of Tyreek Hill. They lost a lot of offense. They lost explosion. Right. But they was able to build a defense right? Stephon Diggs could kind of be the same piece to help actually propel Buffalo into A, being smarter, and B, you know, rounding out their roster. That could actually do more wonders for the Buffalo Bills than it has for the Chiefs with all due respect. And I think when you talk about this game in particular, the issues were, you know, it was a team collaborative effort that fell short because Josh Allen made some throws. He threw some deep balls, you know, uh, where guys dropped it. Like, Shurfield had a, a a catch that could have been a catch. He dropped it twice. You know, Stephon Diggs, 64-yard bomb, dropped it. You know, you got to make plays for your quarterback. It's the playoffs. We know Josh Allen. We know he has his moments where we're like, huh? What do you do that for? But you have to help him out and make the plays when they're there. And they didn't. And the Chiefs defenders and cornerbacks did not feel challenged by these receivers because they wasn't making plays for their quarterback. Okay, Gabe Davis wasn't that deep threat out there because he didn't play in the game. Okay, so if I don't feel threatened, then I could bring the blitz. You know, I could fall back in coverage. So they was not threatened by these receivers at all. And everything was from behind the line of scrimmage. I believe Josh Allen, you know, um, had 16 plays behind the line of scrimmage. And I thought Joe Brady, who was an upgrade over Ken Dorsey and anybody that had maybe Brian Dable, you could, you know, go back and forth. But I thought Joe Brady did a good job of taking what the Chiefs defense gave him they ran the football it was very patient they went for the shot plays they were they weren't there but they were there like they could have made plays on those plays and it didn't happen and at the end of the day i understand it's a loss they lose to my homes again we want to go out in the streets and sob like you know babies and all that <laughs> listen at the end of the day they had the opportunity to win i thought they were the better team but they didn't play like the better team when it was all said and done in that fourth quarter and that's what happened it's football it happens time and time again Go back, run it back, trade digs, and get back on the daggone football field and try to knock this team off that have been knocking you off ever since.
2: My last point, my last question, I guess, to both of you is, um, as we all said it, or well, me and Lil said it, Zach, how do you feel about the potential of the Bills trading Stephon Diggs this offseason? Because this is a guy who has been pouting since he's been on Buffalo year after year after year after year, and it seems like there's no gain in, there's no happiness to this guy. But it seems like when we need when you need him the most as a Josh Allen, as a Buffalo Bill, he's not there. So at, at this point, do you feel like is it good or better for the team to get rid of Stephon
1: Diggs? It's a good question, Zane. Here's my issue with Stephon Diggs, right? Like he had it pretty good in Minnesota, right? I remember that Minneapolis miracle when uh, he was playing with Case Keenum and he had that great touchdown to beat the Saints. You know, he put up some pretty good numbers the one year he played with Kirk Cousins. But he said, get me out of there. I don't want to be there. And then, especially over the course of the last few years in Buffalo, it's kind of seemed like something was off. We remember last year after the Bills got rocked at home in the playoffs by the Bengals, he like left the stadium as soon as the game ended, like just went right into the locker room and dipped. And then this year in OTAs, he like blew up on Sean McDermott and, and dipped also. And uh, there were some rumblings. I believe Stephen A. Smith said uh, over the summer on First Take that he knew Stephon Diggs wanted to get out of Buffalo and. It's hard to believe that's not the case, right? Like, it really looks like something is off. I think Buffalo, the move is to trade him, but I just don't know how confident I am that all of a sudden, like, getting rid of him is the answer to all of their problems. Like, I don't think it's that simple either. I've spoken about this before on this show too. When was the last time the Bills drafted, like, a really good every-down player? The, the answer might be Josh Allen. I, I don't really know if I trust their GM, Brandon Bean, to get the right pieces around this quarterback especially with the amount of money that Josh Allen is making and also like Gabe Davis is a free agent too uh I don't know if you guys saw but there was that clip uh, he didn't play but he was like going at it with fans after the game he was screaming at them I I think Gabe Davis is going to be gone after the season as well so you have Shakir who's good made some nice plays you have Kincaid who looks like a pretty good young player you have a good but inconsistent running back in James Cook who has to work on his ball security like I just feel like this loss might just be one we look back on in a few years and say, man, the Buffalo Bills really blew their opportunity because they really had Kansas City on the ropes. This game was finally at home. They had the lead three separate times in the game. And I still don't know if Sean McDermott is the right coach to get this team over the hump.
0: Yeah, this is my last point on this topic, and you know, I'm down to move on, you know, after this. But, you know, um when I think about it and you know, I talked about how the in my opinion, the Bills really didn't need Stephon Diggs to really have monster numbers to win the game, and they still didn't in this game. All they needed from Diggs was to make that catch, that 64-yard bomb that Josh Allen threw, or the underneath route. He makes one of those two plays, they win the game. Literally. And it doesn't even increase his stat line tremendously. So what I'm saying is, when you look at the other side and you take a guy like Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs, who had five receptions for 75 yards and two touchdowns, they needed every bit of that. You know, the Chiefs needed Kelsey to go off that way because their offense was in a little funk, you know, heading into the playoffs. You know, they showed a heartbeat against the Dolphins and they were able to, you know, thrive because guess what? Kelsey went off. And you do have to take in consideration here. And I'm not trying to, you know, take away respect from the Chiefs. Congratulations. They won the game. They got a golden opportunity to get back to the Super Bowl next week. But. We cannot act like this team did not play two decimated secondaries and back-to-back weeks. The Dolphins were dropping like flies. You know, the Bills clearly, I mean, how they even made it to this game is beyond me, and we don't look at these positive things. We're trying to go for the negative things, right, but we're not looking at the positive. How is they in this game with all the injuries they had since the London trip? And they kept falling and falling, and when you don't have the bodies you can't run certain dime packages It limits your creativity on defense. So we're not considering these things. We just like, oh, they lost the game, you know. Tyler Bears missed the field goal. And I get it. Those are things that you have to, you know, you have to make a field goal. You have to make a throw. But how they even got this far is beyond me. They showed me something this year. They showed me that, okay, mentally when things are not going, you know, right, we can stir the ship a little bit, have a home playoff game, beat through that team, and 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 Literally go back and forth with the best quarterback in the league and have a chance to win. We probably should have won. So I'm not ready to write their obituary. I think they're always going to be in the playoffs for the most part. I think you know, looking next year, they could get back to this game. Now, will they win it? I don't know. I'm not No. Shadamas. I'm No. Shadamas. But I do think when you talk about a window, that means you're able to compete for a championship every single year. They had an opportunity on Sunday. They blew it.
1: Well, I have one more question. I'll throw it right back at you. Did they show you enough to bring Sean McDermott back next year?
0: Hell no. Send his ass to to the freaking towers that's built right now and let him reminisce on the dump this guy had to say, excuse my language. Okay, please. Okay, now nah, get his ass out of here, bro. You you cannot as a coach, it's malpractice, bro. We saw what happened with the 13 seconds that was under his watch. First of all, you have the special team script kick, script kick that ball. All right, to run out the time, they didn't even do that. Okay, it's little nuances like that where I thought this guy or I think this guy should be out of there. I would go after Bill Belichick, me personally, because right now it's looking like Bill Belichick is ATL or bust, and they might not even go Belichick. I would try to go after the greatest coach of all time because I already have a quarterback, I already have a, a solid defense when healthy, and I have pieces and talent. I'm going after the Don Dada, not this clown over here named Sean McDermott.
1: So you know, I, I let me just say one thing i agree with that but how i interpret this question is like the josh allen stefan Diggs, sean mcdermott bills so we want stefan Diggs gone we want sean mcdermott gone we know josh allen isn't going anywhere but I, that the way both you guys have answered these questions the the vibes i'm getting is that yeah the, this version of the bills their championship window is closed until something changes i mean either at the receiver at the head coach position
0: i mean look right You have Josh Allen, and that's literally the reason. When you have an elite quarterback in this game, known as the National Football League, because there's going to be teams that's going to have good quarterbacks that are going to lose pieces over time because those good quarterbacks, the quarterback market is going up. They're going to get paid like elite quarterbacks. They're going to lose some talent in the process. But can that good quarterback overcome that? Probably not. Josh Allen is elite. So if you lose a couple pieces or even if you don't, you bring back the same roster, you're going to have a shot because you have an elite quarterback. What I'm saying is if you get with it, digs, you get with it, Dermatt, then I'm feeling even better about this team chances of winning the championship with those little nuances Tweet.
2: Since 2001, the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins have less win- playoff wins and less AFC championships appearances than the New York Jets. So clearly something needs to change within the Buffalo Bills.
0: And uh, we're going to go on to the next topic. That was a fiery, you know, topic number one well, right there. We we come it, I just for the want to make
1: it. one more point from the
0: – I mean, Zach.
1: That's cool. <laughs> so, um, look, I think this was the best their offense had looked in a while. And, Lil, you brought up some good points. Like um, Miami, Buffalo, their are secondary. They, they're pretty injured. And Kansas City did a good job taking advantage of that. It's not going to be as easy next week going into Baltimore against probably the best defense in the league right now. But the Chiefs are now 10-0 and on the season when they score 21-plus points. And one thing that's clear to me about this team is that they have championship DNA. They're just one of these teams that they're never really out of it until you officially kill them. And Buffalo had many opportunities to do that. And Patrick Mahomes, he, this season, he had the highest completion percentage of his career when his wide receivers led the league in drops. I actually thought, too, uh, Kelsey, he, he had a good game in MVS. He made a couple of really big plays as well throughout this game. He's been struggling. And who would have thought after the Raider game, when that offense looked dead, when Aiden O'Connell couldn't even complete a pass in the final three quarters of the game, that the Chiefs would be here. They're in the AFC Championship game for the sixth year in a row. And this is a down year for the Chiefs. And they're still just one win away from the Super Bowl. As long as they have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they're going to be right there in the mix.
0: The same way you feel about Mahomes is how I feel about Josh Allen. That's why the championship window's not closed. After all you just said about drops and, um, you know, Mahomes having an off year and with an off year is considered to him compared to other quarterbacks and all that, looking straight garbage, losing to the Raiders, and everybody's writing the obituaries. It's the same reason why I'm not cutting off Buffalo's heartbeat right now. With all due respect, say what you want, we look at quarterbacks probably the same or probably differently. But when I saw those two quarterbacks on Sunday, Mahomes and Josh Allen. I said to myself, these are the two best quarterbacks in the league going at it. And one had to win. And that happened to be Patrick Mahomes.
1: I mean, bro, Josh Allen has lost home playoff games to Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes two years in a row. He's got to prove he's got to get a yeah, game. And guess what? Can you give him a coach? All right? Because, listen. Buffalo isn't l- l- changing it. I'll tell you one good.
0: thing. Okay? The difference to me. Right? Now, you can scratch off a, a little bit of, you know, football IQ. I give that to my homes over Josh Allen any day of the week. But as far as physical talent, they right there in the same ballpark. There's not a difference, all right? The difference is coaching, okay? One guy got Sean McDermott, okay, that's talking about 9-11. And the other guy got Andy Reid, Hall of Fame Andy Reid, who might just be one of the best coaches in NFL history. That's what one quarterback has, and that's what the other quarterback has. And that's the difference right there.
1: Does Buffalo agree with you? I don't know. In, in, until they get rid of McDermott, it's hard to put them in. Are they a Super Bowl contender next year with Sean McDermott as their head coach? They, they Actually, don't got
0: to agree with me. with me. They could get the tissues that they're using right now and save it for next year. They don't agree with me.
1: Well, what let's end with that, me? guys. If the Buffalo Bills bring back Josh, obviously Josh Allen will be back. But if Sean McDermott is their coach next year, are they Super Bowl contenders? Uh, Josh Allen, a league quarterback. Yes, they are. But they might be a little cap there.
0: Who knows? They might blow a game like this one again. With I mean, Josh Allen, I'm not counting him out. Up. I'm not. Up. He's the best quarterback in the AFC East, period. Okay, I'll take him over Aaron Rodgers today. I'll take him over Tua to Tagovailoa tomorrow and today. I'll take him. Who's the other quarterback I'm missing here? I'm missing somebody. I probably Matt don't Jones. remember him. Who? Matt,
1: jo- Matt Jones. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, that, we, that's that.
0: why I don't remember him, because he's trash. Okay. okay, I take yeah. all those guys.
1: Well, what about Joe Burrow? What about C.J. Stroud? What about Justin Herbert? Like, uh, Aaron Rodgers? We, like, we,
0: then we can have that conversation on another show. Um, excluding Aaron Rodgers, but Stroud, okay, you know, we could we could talk. You know, Burrow, okay, we could talk. But um, not the rest
2: of those guys, with all due respect.
1: I mean, he's gonna have to beat them if he wants to get to a Super Bowl. So, the ball's in
2: his court. Please like and subscribe for all the up to date content you've been we, slinging shows left and right slinging content left and right please don't miss anything if you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment or leave a question, something you may want to answer something you may have it's that all ideas are great ideas, nothing's a dumb question